Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. being pointed at a Swiss yodeling super spreader concert. A whole bunch of people got together to yodel. And uh, yodeling, uh, by definition, is uh, really exhaling forcefully. Indeed. Yodel lady, ho, indeed. As uh, COVID going everywhere. You listen to a really good yodeler, and it's it's crazy. You spend your life uh, learning that art, Jack. God, I have no appreciation for yodeling. (sighs) I'll give you money if you stop doing that. (laughs) Ah, <laughs> oh, you're just you don't get it. You don't get the beauty just of the art. Don't get it. You're just an ignoramus. Um, thinking <sighs> of something we we'll have to come before we get to clips of the week. What should we? What should I tease that we're going to talk about? Today? I don't know. I'm just I'm really struggling with the decision of whether to bid on the uh, the models for the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer classic That's 1964 cool. Christmas special. They actually think it'll go for six figures though. Uh, they got the six inch Rudolph and the eleven inch tall Santa. That were actually the stop action models. Um, they're expected to fetch between 150 and 250k. I feel like this is one of those baby boomer type things where, when the generation that didn't grow up with that, yeah, uh, takes over, they'll have no interest in that. I'll give you ten yeah, bucks. My for kids it. grew up with it. 
partly because of me, I guess. But I think that think story's they, retold millions of times. Do you think the they country. cherish it the way we did? I don't know if my kids do, and they've seen it and they like it. There's just so many other options. They we ch- had like three shows on TV when I was a kid, and you had to wait the whole year for them. Exactly, that's part of it. Scarcity makes you appreciate something more. And we bought the videotape because I loved it so much, and so we could watch it more or less whenever we wanted to, and would watch it a couple, two, three times per Christmas season when they were little. Um, so, no, it doesn't have this the scarcity that makes you really long for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's psychologically, that's got to be a factor. Sure. Um, so, yeah, probably not. For the same reason I've been tempted but won't buy any great rock and roll mem- memorabilia, even my, my true musical heroes. I just, I think it'll be worthless fairly soon. <laughs> Although, come on. Hermie, Rudolph, Clarice, Yukon Cornelius. Santa Claus, who's kind of racist and cruel <laughs> in this in this telling. I'm interested in the idea of things having meaning uh, and and then the, therefore some value. The meaning is we shouldn't be mean to misfits because the, well, <laughs> the meaning but is we, you can be mean to them unless they turn out to be useful later. But the meaning is all in your mind. The the object Everything's itself. all in your mind, Jack. Uh, there's a, there's none a, of this is real. There's <laughs> life is an illusion. <laughs> there's a term for this. I don't remember what it is, but but but, but you know how we we put meaning on an object, um, like your grandmother's wedding ring or something. That, yeah. That, there's that it's a hunk of metal and maybe diamond or whatever. It doesn't have anything in it actually. Right. Not it, intrinsically. It's, yeah. Right. It's all in your mind. And uh, but what, if it's in your mind, it makes you feel good. What the heck? But do you need to have it to have that same feeling? That's the point. Um, or can you meditate on the idea yeah, of it instead? Exactly. And then it's similar. That's nah, too hard. And then it's I'd rather like have the a, ring. You know, this was my grandfather's shovel. I've replaced the blade twice and the handle once. I mean, it, 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 it that's as meaningful. <laughs> I mean, it's just ob, it's just an object that represents that space. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's useless to think about these things, but sometimes, uh, if if human beings arrived at the place where that is really cool and important to people, don't question it. Just go. So with you it. think that's got to have so that's got to mean something then? Yeah, I mean, you could probably get around it if you're you know of a certain mindset and meditate on it and the rest of it. But for instance, I have my grandfather's mandolin, mm, and cool. it's right there inside our front door. You come in our front door. I have like a, a, a music theme set up, and Judy has a a sewing theme set up. And it's kind of welcome to our house. This is who we are. And I look at my grandfather's mandolin. It really touches my heart. Sure. Now, if I just thought real carefully about my granddad, yeah, I could achieve the same thing. Mm. But it's probably nice to have a, a physical reminder that kind of jogs that thinking. Right? 100%. So you walk by that. Oh, that's right. My grandpa. Right. And I'd see where he laid his hands and the frets he used to play the mandolin and stuff. So it's, it's okay. a little more powerful. Interesting. But this has been a fascinating discussion mm. and atypical of today's talk radio. <laughs> Can we get back to Trump hero or Trump a-hole? You have met your match, mother That's right, baby. She's mad. She's a feisty gal, though. I'll bet the loving was... Uh, adventurous. Adventurous. It, Thank it, you, Sean. It better have been. Uh, there's not any necessary indication that it even happened. So if, if, if that didn't even occur, then he's really... Uh, She's crazy AF, no doubt there. So listen, we got a lot of stuff to squeeze in this hour. It's the final hour of the week. Oh, if only we could do another show tomorrow. Um, <laughs> uh, but in the time we have left, we need to do... What, there's some guy just dropped N-bombs on us via the email. He called us two silly Ners. That's a very odd thing to call us. Hmm. Uh, anyway, um, let's take a fun look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. And, it, you know... 
get you, Buzz. Oh, come on. I'm coming. You've been sitting there for half an hour and I'm enjoying myself. You know, you're just like your mother. Which is probably a good idea since the Sizzler Buffet is the closest thing America has to a Wuhan wet market. Oh. Why is it so crowded? It's Gay Pride Month. Ah, tank tops. 0% body fat. Two guys kissing. Rainbow flags. Ah! I didn't know that. That's what I learned. Civics is the stuff we're all supposed to agree on, regardless of our policy views differences. And the most likely result would be that lower courts, who are bound by Obergefell, would shut such a lawsuit down and it wouldn't make its way up to the Supreme Court. But if it did, it would be the same process I've described. I'll kiss the guys and the beautiful women and um, everybody. I'll just give you a big fat kiss. Like, oh, you're impressed that a kid can record a TikTok? It's literally one button. Was that mansplaining? Why don't we just retire that phrase forever? What I say to you is, I don't know why you're always an apologist, and many of your colleagues, apologists for the Republican position. Uh, and we'll leave it on that note. Thank you so much yeah. for joining us. No, we'll leave us. it on the vote that you are not right on this, Wolf, and I hate to say that to uh, you. And it's not about me. It's about millions of Americans who can't put food on the table, who can't pay the rent. Last year, around this time they released the iPhone 11 and it makes you wonder what these guys are planning next what the iPhone 13 <laughs> do you hate little warm puppies <laughs> I do not hate little warm puppies this was mass censorship on a scale that America has never experienced not in 245 years here's when he did come back he'd bring other spirits back to the house and they'd just stay around for days I think maybe he started doing drugs and Partying a bit much. Bye! Have a great Friday, you mother <laughs> There you go. Uh, a couple of thoughts. Number one, Nancy Pelosi, in that interview, which I rewatched, uh, pointed out that there's, well, there are poison pills in this package. Poison pills, like the Republicans want to give more funding to schools that have all the kids come back. Uh, you accidentally told the truth there, Nancy. The teachers' unions, which own your ass, have told you that they want equal money whether they're in school or not for the schools. That's an interesting federal policy. Mm-hmm. Second thought, based on clips of the week and Amy Coney Barrett, I, I squeezed a portion of this in earlier, but I want to give it full shrift. Absolutely love this note from Kathy in San Diego. Um, She was listening to uh, Amy Coney Barrett's uh, hearing for a little while anyway. She said, I made a connection between me being peppered by questions all day from my kids and the judge being questioned by senators all day. I'm not bragging, but I know I'm a lot smarter than my two five-year-old kindergartners. So I know I need to be kind and patient answering their 5,000 questions every day. My daughter sometimes sasses me and asks rude questions, and it takes all my self-control to remember that I'm the adult and maintain my patience with her. I don't know ACB personally, but... Uh, I have to assume she's smarter than most of the people questioning her, et cetera, et cetera. Long story short, she recognized ACB's tone of voice from her own tone of voice when she's answering silly questions from her children. Patient, measured, mature. I'm the adult here. And I thought, looking back on it, yeah, there were times ACB sounded like a man, patient, uh, not a man, a mom, patiently explaining to her children why they couldn't have what they'd like. 
She was brilliant. I had, I don't know how long the conversation was long yesterday with my 10-year-old. He said, Dad, what would we do if the zombie apocalypse happened? And he wanted a deep dive on that conversation, like mm. what our plans would be. Right. My idea was to get on top of the barn with the guns. He thought we should make sure all the vehicles were full of gas and make sure we had some food up there. That's a good point. That is a good well, point. Well, there are more defensible positions than your barn. I would suggest moving to high ground and, uh, and laying low. My youngest last night said, if you could do anything in the world, what would you do right now? Right before we are going to bed. Mm. And I said, um, I don't know. I said I'd probably uh, watch TV. <laughs> he said, if you could do anything in the world, now you got to think bigger. Um, like, you know, have an air rocket that would go to the moon or whatever. You know, we talked about that for a while. And then he said, you know what? I, I don't know. I don't know if I can get through this. Yeah. He said, I, you know what I would do? I wouldn't have pans anymore. Yeah. Oh, it was rough. Yeah. Rough, rough, rough. Yeah, I know it. Oof. All that killed it. me. Yeah. He was gonna. He was thinking about the fun stuff, and he was going to say that. But then it popped into his head. He'd rather be healthy. Yeah. yeah so no I could kid. go to school and yeah. have friends and do all the normal stuff people do. Oh, yeah. that was rough. Yeah, that's the stuff of life, man. Yep. And we spend all our time screeching about politics. Oh, yeah. It makes nowadays. you think less about what the orange man said yesterday. Yeah, really. That sort of crap. That's why it's so unhealthy to, to make politics your identity. I really think it's unhealthy, folks. I mean, you can be into it. I mean, I'm a big baseball fan. I love watching it. I yell for my team and the rest of it, but it doesn't, it doesn't define me. Um, I've got the stats. I, I mentioned them yesterday. I actually looked them up on, on the small number of people that control Twitter, kind of getting to that point. Maybe if we all realized this, we wouldn't have as many stupid conversations. Yes. We know how few, few people uh, control Twitter and a couple other things that are going on in the world. A little uh, perspective, damn it. Russia thinks or is trying to put out the word that if you use the uh, English coronavirus vaccine, you will turn into a monkey. That's according oh, to Russia. I don't want to be a monkey. So that other stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Two quick things to mention before we get into the meat of the hour. Um, I know I'm not the only person that's had this thought where uh, people are starting to come back in the workplace and you think, eh, I kind of liked it when nobody else was here. Uh, can we say that out loud? I <laughs> uh, also got this text. My kids are older and I miss those conversations at bedtime. I think I've had the zombie conversation with all five of my kids at one time or another. The yes. zombie conversation. In, in full, complete, serious, how do we handle the zombie apocalypse? Oh, I've indulged it completely. Yeah, in the past. I've also read a couple of great books about zombies, um, including, uh, oh, what's the name of it? It always flits out of my head. It's uh, Political Theory and Zombies or mm. something like that, and it describes how each sort of political system from um, parliamentary to uh, a republic like ours to a dictatorship to a communist, how they would deal with a zombie apocalypse. Interesting, And it illustrates the way those systems function and misfunction. It's really quite interesting. It's charming. It's an allegory. It something. is an allegory or something. Um, so the story of the day that we're indulging, rather than uh, Hunter's emails or uh, the town halls last night. Orange man good. Orange man bad. Since it's a Friday, is this 
anchor woman in Alaska who is having an affair or not with a married mayor? Uh, Jack, as it turns out, she uh, dated around. She had various paramours. Okay, that's fine. Including the station manager. She's on the social scene. She's trying to find the right man. Exactly. Yeah, she's dating. She's been courted by a number of bows. Don't settle. You know, find the, find the, your soulmate. So she uh, she becomes fond of the uh, the mayor of of uh, Anchorage and uh, and has a, a brief um, interaction with him. It's not clear how serious it was or or, or what, but uh, he he broke up with her. She left the infamous uh, email, uh, not email, a uh, voice message that we have played for you, uh, and we'll probably play again because you it, have met your match, mother. You know, dear, if you could let me get through the introduction, we'll get to your charming uh, tape there. But um, so uh, she also, as it turns out, was involved in an incident where her boyfriend at the time was the station manager where she was working. At some point, they're having a bitter argument in her car. You have met your match, mother. I'm sorry, in his car. And he pulls the classic maneuver of stops the car and says, get out. <laughs> awesome. Which is... Uh, so she's that kind of person. We'll drive you to that. Which is the subject of one of my uh, favorite old 97 songs. It won't be home no more, which is a great song. But um, he says, all right, look, get out and don't come back to the TV station. You are barred. <laughs> Bard, I say, from your place of employment, having run into her crazy bone. She evidently gets nutty and attacks him physically. He calls the cops. They show up. She tries to fight the cop. They had to put her in full restraints after she tried to kick out the back window of the police cruiser with her high heels. So this is a fiery gal. This is quite the filly. Um, this was in a separate incident than the, the, the thing with the mayor. So, yeah, she's uh, she really needs uh, help. Oh, boy. Or counseling or to put down the bottle or I'm not sure what. A uh, little delusional, I guess. Um, man, oh, man. M- man or woman. I uh, hope you don't meet somebody like that. Yeah, we did a really dark story earlier about a uh, an activist politician who has a history of beating, torturing uh, stalking women, and yet he's rising up in power because he's uh, an activist and he's he's in kite with the unions. It's just despicable. I've known men and women that got in relationships, and you could not have seen it coming because the person showed no signs of that sort of thing. Absolutely early on. true. And then and then it's a nightmare, and you can't like like you you can't get disentangled from this nightmare. No, they want the the crazy person won't allow it. Right. Um. Yeah, and it's uh, it's a little scary. I'd say. Uh, this gal, uh, she's scrappy, no doubt, and she's willing to throw dogs. She's been hit before. She's thrown punches before. Oh, I think I could take her. Um, on the other hand, she gets crazy enough to come sit you with a knife or something, then uh, things are, ooh, all bets are off. Do we have any more of the clips from this? Uh, just a I couple for anybody we who just tuned in? Go just with a, the just a Bye! Have a great Friday, you mother... <laughs> That's actually how I uh, depart from my friends most Fridays. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, I love it. We got to play it one more time. Well, she says she's going to kill him, doesn't she? Well, say that? I love it how she begins the the murderous, threatening, uh, obscenity laced call. She begins it with a resume. 
Anybody who... Hi, award-winning journalist. What's her name here? <laughs> Anybody who leaves a message where they threaten to kill you does not under... There's not in the right mind. Yeah. Even if they want to kill you, they're so crazy they leave a message about right. it. Right. Probably best unrecorded. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. That one sounds like his. He work. might have. So Tab, which was the most pop, I didn't realize this till I read it today. Tab was the most popular soft drink in America. Briefly, oh, is that right? Yeah, and it's yeah, I remember by... well. It was the original diet uh, pop, diet uh, soda. It was the first diet Cola. soda. I didn't know that. Probably yeah, in that in that little jingle area. Just one calorie. Yes, and they're owned by Coke or Pepsi, one of the big two. Anyway, I got bad news for... If you're a certain kind of person, it's really been a bad week. They canceled the Pro Bowl, and Tab is no more. What? 
you're a tab drinker like the Pro Bowl, this is the worst week of your life. I remember they had lemon tab at one point that was quite nice. I couldn't have told you tab still existed. No, I don't, I've neither. never seen anybody with a tab in their hand mm-hmm. in the last 30 years. <laughs> so I'm not sure. Was there one plant in like suburban Atlanta <laughs> churning out 100 cans a day or something? I don't know. <laughs> I'm a little surprised by that myself. It's like, you know, when you find out uh, bad news, ancient star of movies died. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. he was alive? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got to play this for you in case you haven't heard it. And I've heard it now three times, and I still want to hear it again because I'm starting to pick up the nuances. Right, that's what it's about. It's the nuances. The <laughs> introducing herself with her resume. The occasionally lapsing into news chick vocal patterns. The anti-Semitism that comes out of nowhere. The threats of murder intertwined with the expressions of romantic disappointment. So many layers. Newscaster Hottie has an affair with the mayor of town. Right. Goes wrong somehow. Fair of uh, Anchorage, Alaska. Yes. Shame when love uh, goes uh, sideways, but uh, it sounds like this. It's Maria Athens from Fox ABC, CW, Newsnet, National Alaska. Uh, I just learned through my uh, Emmy award-winning journalism, you're also a pedophile in, like, little girls and children. And there's a website. I'm so f***ing exposing you. I'm going to get an Emmy. So you either turn yourself in, kill yourself, or do what you need to do. I will personally kill you and Mark Kimmel, my self, you Jewish piece of living you have met your match, mother. You have met your match. I can't believe I am such a good person and thought I loved you. I hate, I don't even hate you. I will pray for your Zionist ass, you piece of loser. And I'm putting this on the news tonight. Bye. Have a great Friday, you mother. Right after weather and sports. <laughs> You know what uh, one of my favorite parts is, and I'd, I'd kind of let it go by me, was she begins the death-threatening crazy person phone call with a humble brag yeah. about her Emmy Award. <laughs> she obviously won a local Emmy. Zionist is the word. Okay, I couldn't figure out what she was saying. There. I've received word that she is an unhinged, very troubled... In what way? Uh, has... <laughs> Has it, <laughs> Expound on some, that. Some fundamentalist, rather mystical, Christian-ish beliefs. I mean, she's obviously got problems, serious you problems. You have met your match, mother I, As you mentioned, yes, as you mentioned. You yes. guys have got to point me in the direction of the uncensored version, because I want to know what she's saying there. I'm going to kill your... Do we have the uncensored version at our website? Armstrongandgetty.com. Okay, Not well, that's safe fun. for anyone. So what parts do you need translated? Because I heard the uncensored version myself. Several parts. I don't know what she's saying. So you Jewish piece of does she just s s bomb? I think it's 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 an fs. But no, no. She says living, actual living s. Is that what it is? I don't. (laughs) I don't know. Um, it's mostly what you'd expect. And then there's nothing terribly creative. No, she's not breaking new ground. No, 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 no. You've heard it all before. She's, she's, Sean, she's playing the hits. Yeah, exactly, exactly. She's a, she's a jukebox. <laughs> so the death threat, though, that's probably the part that's got her in the most trouble. She actually says, I will kill you and somebody else. Yeah, who's this other woman who was at the uh, the mayor's current girlfriend, maybe? I don't, I don't know. Um, who is that person? She's uh, Mara Kimmel. Oh, that's uh, the first lady of uh, Alaska. 
Right, so she's threatening to kill him and his wife. You're in big trouble when you do that. Yeah, she pushed because she's a why. Big, uh, well, you, I don't know what kind of trouble you'd be with a regular person because I think they would have to figure out uh, how serious you were. But with an elected official, there are special rules. Yeah, she also tweeted uh, of various things, including. According to reliable sources, Mayor Ethan Berkowitz has posted X-rated photos of an on an underage girl's website. Details tonight on Fox News at nine, ABC at ten. Blah 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 blah. Um. Then she posted a picture showing the back of a man's head, captioning the picture with proof. Mayor Ethan Berkowitz, Berkowitz hashtag take that haters. Then uh, the mayor's office said uh, this is all categorically false. This person is hostile and unwell, etc. Really. Marie Athens then posted another picture showing a full portrait view of the same man with exposed buttocks. Side by side, uh, a picture of the press release from the mayor captioning the picture. Nice try, damage control. Certainly First Lady Killer Mara Kimmel can confirm that that is her husband's hairy mm, Valentine and, and bathroom tiles. I don't want that, Valentine. Send it back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's just it's super tragic crazy. when love dies. I can't believe I am such a good person and mm. thought I loved you. You are a good person. Clearly. <laughs> having a bad day. Just having a bad day. Uh, complete change of subject to the uh, slightly serious. Do you um, think I could get away with shouting at somebody, you have met your match, mother blanker. <laughs> Maybe that'll be my trademark. Grocery store clerks. I don't know if Governor we'll, Newsom. I don't know if we'll ever get back to being a normal, serious country. I'd like to think we will, but I, uh, I think it's all based on on like wishful thinking. There are no indicators of it anywhere. Where are the indicators that we're going to get back to being a normal, serious country at any point? There's hope. Hope's different than an indicator. What are the indicators? Well, no, there are, there are signs that it's not impossible. Is it's the, like the Dodgers. They're down three to one. They got in the hell beat out of them twice. Is the largely uh, not Kavanaugh-esque confirmation hmm. of ACB a you know signal? What? There that you that go. There's one possible indicator. The only problem with that is they both had a good reason for it. That's fine. Yeah, the Republicans want her on the court, and the Democrats don't want to mess up their steam train that seems to be going toward a windville uh, at the election. Yeah, but if I were to be a contrarian on this, um, that relative decency, adulthood, respectfulness will make it harder to go batness crazy. I, I hope you're time. all right. That's what I want. But anyway, yeah, the, the reason I, I bring it up is I doubt I am. if we get back to normal at all, there is a heck of a documentary film or book or miniseries or something to be made around this whole coronavirus and the way it was handled with by the government and all kinds of different levels. Sure. The oh, shutdowns. Yeah. The, the the information we were getting, why were we getting the information, the stuff that was right, the stuff that was wrong, why was it right or wrong, was it malicious or incompetence, or was it the best anybody could do at the time? Uh, part of it being, I was just reading about the CDC um, in the dispatch, and things that they said that they've been saying, you know, they've flip-flopped 180 degrees on a number of things, was that pressure, was that incompetence? What, uh, I hope maybe changing data and understanding. I hope we can get to the bottom of it at some point. Uh, Tucker Carlson was playing the clips of Dr. Fauci and the Surgeon General when they were hardcore anti-masks. And you look at that stuff and see up in the corner that that was March and you just think, 
That's that's amazing. There's no reason to wear a mask, one of them was saying. It won't do any good. I mean, I see people in masks, and I just wonder, boy, what are you thinking? That was the that was what we were being told by the smartest people in our government, in right. theory, uh, in March. Right. And then, you know, 100... So what was going on there? Um and then the CDC telling all the states, oh, we got plenty of testing kits. You know, don't worry about it. We got you covered. And they, they didn't. I want to know what was what was excusable human error would happen to anybody. It was a crisis. It came upon you. We were all floundering. We yeah, were I, don't know if, I don't know if you can. Well, you probably could trust an accurate retelling if it can be found and you can sort through all the people screeching. That's not an accurate retelling. See, like, Whether it is or not. Like, if I won the lottery, that's the sort of thing I'd want to do. I'd want to get to, together a couple of documentary filmmakers and some sociologists or whatever and come up with the closest thing to an unbiased truth about the whole thing that I could put out there. Yeah, I'd, I'd get a big yacht and hire bikini models to hang out on it. <laughs> so Rock we both that have... bee up and down the beach, <laughs> yes, up and down the coast. precisely what I was about to say. <laughs> so we both have goals. <laughs> Oh, speaking of my relationship with women, uh, my wife has said, no, you cannot spend a quarter million dollars on the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer models. Women. I know. Hey, hey, crap on my dreams, sweetheart. Go ahead. <laughs> if Burgermeister Meisterburger is not part of the auction, I'm not participating. Well, he's not in the show. Oh, that's, that's right. That was a show. different this one, Santa right? Santa Claus is coming to town. Right, right, right. Yeah, okay. Completely different. How about the Abominable Snowman? <laughs> uh, the Bumble. Bumble's bounce. Uh, he is not in the auction. It's merely, merely Rudolph Insanity Claus. Hmm. Uh, Santa Claus is, uh, and I should have mentioned this to my wife, his beard is fashioned from yak hair. Oh, send text yak her that. Maybe hair. she'll let you get it now. Yeah. Come on, honey. Yak hair. So there's a study out. I haven't nailed down where this came from, that a lot of people are thinking about living in a van to save up money and try to get their lives back under control. I'm not sure that's actually happening. I hadn't given it much thought. <laughs> Any, anyway, it was an excuse to play something, so we got that coming up. I think you'll enjoy yeah, it on the Armstrong Friday, and Getty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. That young man, what do you want to do with your life? Uh, actually, Matt, I kind of want to be a writer. Well, Lottie frickin' dog! We got ourselves a writer here! Hey, Dad, I can't see real good. Is that Bill Shakespeare over there? Huh? Well, actually, Matt, uh, Ellen and I have encouraged Brian in his writing. Dad, I wish you could just shut your big yapper! <laughs> Now, I wonder, Brian, from what I've heard, you're using your paper not for writing, but for rolling doobies. You're going to be doing a lot of doobie rolling when you're living in a van down by the river. Oh, God. Wow. Maybe one of my favorite characters in the history of Saturday Night Live. Matt Foley. Motivational speaker. I am thrice divorced. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
And he based that on his high school football coach, I think. Oh, did he really? Yeah, I've heard him talk about it before. Was that uh, with the bit part as the dad, the great Phil Hartman? Oh, yeah. Oh, man, to hear hear his voice tugs at the heartstrings. And in that particular clip, a 13-year-old-looking David Spade is sitting on the couch trying to cover the fact that he's laughing at his friend. <laughs> I don't know how anybody ever kept a straight face in any scene with Chris Farley. Well, he's so giant, and he's constantly pulling up Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Um, so I was just reading the front of the Wall Street Journal. Daily U.S. viruses, virus cases climbed the highest level since August. Duh. I am so... Super interested. I wish all the media was in knowing exactly what's going on. I don't want. I don't want to be convinced it's a case worse or a case better. I just want to know exactly what's going on. Have no agenda at all. Don't care how it affects <laughs> one politician or the other. No, or the, either party or whatever. I just want to know exactly what's going on, and it's it's not easy to do that because very few people look at it that way. But. If you just go by the data in the Wall Street Journal that they're throwing out and, and most of your uh, corporate media, um, cases are really on the rise. Hospitalizations are up quite a bit. Deaths are not. But as we all know, that's a, la- a lagging indicator. And if deaths start climbing and it's for real that there's been a resurgence, I oof, I don't know. I'm not even going to tell my kids that. Yeah. Uh, I- God, how long is this going to be our lives? Nobody knows. The drug companies are making really optimistic noises about their vaccines. Um, and but didn't Fauci say? Thing. Fauci said just yesterday, April would be the earliest he could imagine it yeah. being available for you know regular people. Yeah, that's the happy scenario. April of next yes, year, correct. And and honestly, if it were to be pushed back a few months because of one factor or another that I can't foresee, that wouldn't be shocking at all. No. So we could easily find ourselves next summer. Um, it, it just, it, 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 yeah, it could be. Learn to deal with it. And I don't mean suppress your frustration and shut up. I mean, figure out how you can deal with this and not become a crazy person. Because it's, it's rough. It's, it's a challenge. And so... Don't 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 restaurants all have to open up and then we just come up with some sort of rules because we're going to lose like two thirds of the restaurants in the country if we don't come up with something. Yeah, something like that. Or all kinds of businesses that that still aren't really open and then do concert venues just go away? Bars, places like that, they just disappear. I think it'll be a great deal like. Well, I don't know what it's like, but um. Yeah, the concert venues will be out of business. The The good thing about a concert venue is that it is a physical structure, and the business is the physical structure. A restaurant has a physical structure, but it's food and reputation and service and and, and word of mouth and the rest of it. Um, so I think the concert halls come back fairly quickly. Sure they would. Um, but there are other service industries that won't. They will be devastated for years and years and, and slowly crawl their way back. And different ones will take their places. But it will be enormously disruptive uh, and, and devastating financially. It just, you know, and I don't mean to be a downer or anything, but it's clearly the case. Movie now, theaters might just be dead forever. Yeah, which is fine because I hate them. the people crinkling the plastic and, and talking, and uh, I hate it so much. Radio will live on, though, Jack. Mm, live on in our hearts, in our souls. <laughs> Final thoughts with a
Like that, that could have been a huge hit in 1975. It could have been. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Then America refound its balls. <laughs> hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap up the show for the week. It's uh, there. He is back from his honeymoon. He's pressing the buttons. Michael Angelo. Michael. You know, I may spend the afternoon watching uh, motivation. Matt Foley motivational speaker clips. Oh yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. And it was nice to have comedy without politics. There you go. Amen to that, brother. Hey, Positive Sean, our producer, uh, what do you say? Final thought. Well, if you're going to get inspired and go on a, uh, a dive of Chris Farley clips from SNL fame, you got to watch the Chippendales one. Oh, yeah. That's uh, uh, him and Patrick Swayze shaming. auditioning for the Chippendale. It's a, <laughs> it's a beautiful expression know. of dance. I don't know if it is. Uh, Jack, uh, final thought? Or whoever he was when he was the guy on the news. He'd sit there at the news desk and he'd say, "Okay, maybe I'm a guy who doesn't wash oh, properly." The, 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 the finger quotes guy. Maybe yeah. I eat my own dandruff. <laughs> uh, Scare little children. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, is that your? That's your my final, final thought. Uh, my final thought comes courtesy of uh, Zoe in San Diego, who points out that the uh, political correctness is. Causing the 100-year-old ice cream treat, commonly known as the Eskimo Pie, to change its name. Apparently, the term Eskimo is considered derogatory by people who go looking for this sort of thing. Mm. It's a catch-all word uh, used by non-native people to describe the Inuit, Yupik, and other North American indigenous peoples. It it translates roughly into eater of raw meat, according to the Alaska Native uh, Language Center. As I'm an eater of raw meat. I'm not insulted. Call me an Eskimo. Go ahead. Armstrong Maybe my and kids Getty. can get a scholarship. Wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have all sorts of links. Send around the not-safe-for-work version of the raving newscaster chick. Or drop us an email. Something we ought to be talking about. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. I feel it in my bones. Something giant's going to happen this weekend. No, no. Feel it in my no, bones. No, I can't take it. We'll talk about it on Monday. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Not Landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. Bye! Have a great Friday, you mother... Armstrong and Getty. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on Season 3 of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.